You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marahaban bikum. Eight minutes after eight South African time. It's definitely a beautiful, mashallah, uh, mashallah. Uh, this Thursday night, uh, the night of Yawmul Jumu'ah. It is the discussion with myself, Rafat bin Ibrahim Hatia and our beloved honorable Fadilatul respected Hazrat Maulana Salim Kareem Damad Barakatum on this beautiful night and yes we will be having as well one of our panelists our guest and that is Brian Blem for our topic this night but before I introduce you this evening and before we begin with our program this evening how are you my beloved beautiful warm-hearted listeners of Merkaz Sahaba the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Tonight is the 15th of Muharram 1442 which is also the 3rd of September 2020 Where are you my beloved beautiful warm-hearted listeners of Merkaz Sahaba the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal I see our beloved very good friend from Boyson listening to the program brother Ahmed I see sister Razia Muhammad from Overport I see Who's this uh, brother Musa from Brits listening to the discussion? I see who's this uh, Bassa listening to the discussion. I see Sister Yumna from Leicester listening to uh, the discussion. Uh, I'm just seeing all the messages are coming in. I see Sister Nazreen Gogawala. She says, Malana, I was waiting for you to come on air. Yes, I'm live. I'm live on this beautiful, mashallah, Thursday night. Uh, yes, my beloved, beautiful listeners. I hope you're in a good mood this evening because firstly, it's the night of Jumu'ah and Jumu'ah Karimul Mubarak to one and all and to all of you out there. Whoever is listening to me, how about send me a beautiful message? Come on. Send me a nice, a nice, sweet, lovable, beautiful, warm-hearted, touching message on 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Well, it's 12 minutes after 8 uh, South African time, and um, the night of Jumu'ah, we begin on this beautiful night, my beloved, beautiful listeners. Before we go to our beloved, honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, inshallah, and at about 8.30, we will be crossing over to our beloved uh, brother, Brian Blem. I'm waiting for your messages, quickly. 084-786-3132. Just send me a message in uh, your name and tell me where you're listening the program from. Uh, on this, uh, mashallah, beautiful night. It's not so cold. It's uh, not uh, windy. It's not drizzling. It's not raining. It's alhamdulillah, 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 alhamdulillah. So my beloved, beautiful listeners, inshallah, let's begin with a very beautiful dua before we begin with our program this night. Allahumma laka alhamd mil as-samawati wa mil ard. Allahumma laka alhamdu mil as-samawati wa mil al-ard. ومن أما بينهما ومن أما شئت من شيء بعد أهل الثناء والمجد أحق ما قال العبد وكلنا لك عبد لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا راد لما قضيت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد We begin with that beautiful dua Oh my Allah, praise be to you in quantities, oh my Allah, equivalent to the skies, oh my Allah, equivalent to the earth, oh my Allah, what is in between them, oh my Allah, and beyond that, oh my Allah, whatever pleases you, oh my Allah, you alone deserve to be praised, oh my Allah, glorified and revered be to you, oh my Allah, true is whatever your servants have said, oh my Allah, and all, each and every one of us are your beloved servants, oh my Allah, that no one can give what you withhold, oh my Allah. Allah, and no one can withhold what you bestow, O oh my Allah. None can stop what you decree, O oh my Allah. And the riches of the rich 
cannot benefit them in spite of you. What a beautiful dua to begin this beautiful night, the night of Yomul Jumwa on our program, the discussion. When it's um it's uh, 15 minutes after 8 We're going to cross over to our beloved senior Fadila Tulustan Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim Inshallah uh, And then Inshallah we're going to go to our uh, Brian Blam Remember our topic tonight is Step Parenting Step Parenting So wherever you are I see now the messages are coming in Subhanallah uh, Sister Maryam Sister Farida Sister Raisa, who is this here listening to the program? This one says, Molana, Sasela Usizo, Mayalane, Nasifo, Inaso, Tibane. Who's this? This sounds like a Spain or Portuguese. <laughs> this one says, uh, uh, okay, um, uh, I'm seeing this. This one says, Molana, listening to you all the way from uh, Binoni. Binoni, Binoni, Binoni. Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Yes, my beloved. I see Hafiz. Salim Sheikh from Peter Marisburg, mashallah. Uh, he's a uh Listening as well, he's, he's, he's trying to call me on my cell, but unfortunately, you need to send us a beautiful message. Hafiz Salim Sheikh from Meritzburg. Uh, we're waiting for our beloved Fadila, to honorable, respected Ustad. This one says, Molana, our mood is stops wherever we, wherever, I don't know, say, we ever when hear your beautiful, vibrant voice, so full of laughter and happiness. Okay, let's go again to our engineer. Do we have our beloved Fadila to Ustad? Let's Cross over and let's welcome inshallah on this beautiful night, the night of Yomul Jum'ah. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana, how are you this evening? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, thum alhamdulillah. Ustad, how are you, Ustad? How's the family? It's a beautiful night, the night of Yomul Jum'ah, Ustad. Alhamdulillah, Mulana, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Rabbi lakal hamdu kama yambaghi li jalali wajhik Subhanallah Wa hudimi sultanik Allahumma lakal hamdu kullu Wa lakal shukru kullu So insha'Allah al-Azeez Mughana Raat wahi raat hai Jho teri yaad mein guzar jai Din wahi din hai Jho teri yaad mein guzar jai we always say it's a big night, it's an auspicious night. But in reality, every night is a big night. Mm. Provided you spend your time in the remembrance of Allah. Allah ku yaad karo. And you know, Mulana, what is spirituality? What is uh, uh, generating love amongst each other? Logo ku Allah ka naam sikao. Teach people Allah's name, how to take Allah's name. How to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So yes, Mulana, alhamdulillah, I'm hearing the comments mm. you're receiving, mashallah. Maybe you should just sing a nazam for us. <laughs> Don't start to start. <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 why we can't do that, Mulana? No, Ustad, we, we, we're not on that line. We're only presenters. We only can speak. In... <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Never mind. As long as you say something, Mulana, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Subhanallah. But, Subhan- <laughs> but you see, Mulana, when, you, when it comes automatic to zikrullah, mm. how sweet Allah, Allah ka naam itna meetha. Mm. You know, the name of Allah is so sweet when you take it. You just don't want to stop. So yes, mm. tonight is the night of zikr. Tonight is the night of dua. Tonight is a, a night of durood and salam on Rasulullah. Tonight is a night of istighfar. Mm. And tonight is a night to sob and cry to Allah. Place your plea in front of Allah. Enter your plea with Allah and wait for the results overnight. When you wake up next morning, thank Allah mm. that he gave you tawfiq to make tawbah. He woke you up. He has now given you a new lease of life. And inshallah, let's spend the day of Yomul Jum'ah in total obedience of Allah. Mm. Somebody said it so nicely. Mm. In happy moments, praise Allah. Allahumma lakal hamdu kullu. In happy moments, praise Allah. In difficult moments, seek Allah. Mm. 
connect with Allah. Difficult moments, speak to Allah. In quiet moments, moments when everything is quiet, the night, everyone is fast asleep. You can hear Allah creatures making the different sounds. The birds, the insects, everyone mm. is engaged in zikrullah. So, in quiet moments, worship Allah. In painful moments, trust Allah. Mm. Allah will never disappoint. Haq. Allah will give it to you. Thora sabr karo. Just be patient enough. Allah will give it to you. Allah has promised. Ask me and I'll give it to you. Don't be hasty in making dua. Some of us, we just like parrot fashion, Manana, we just rattle the duas. That's not how you make dua. When you want to make dua, Allah says, You need to talk to Allah. You need to plead to Allah. You know, when you go on your knees, in front of somebody when you are so desperate, I need that. Otherwise, today my house is going. I don't have money to pay the rent. I don't have food to feed my kids. You go virtually on your knees and beg. This is what Allah wants from you. Mm. So in difficult, in painful moments, trust Allah. And in every moment, thank Allah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq that whatever we have to discuss tonight about family relationships, parents, mm. step-parents, children, step-children. We are all one family. If we are one family, we should be caring for each other. We should be sharing with each other. Mm. We should be loving each other. We should be helping each other. And especially when it comes to children. Malala. Yes, Ustad. Rasulullah mm. loved children. I mean, we just discussing the seerah last week. Mm. How Rasulullah loved Hadrat Hassan and Hussain. Subhanallah. See? So, how is it that we differentiate? How is it that we favor? How is it that we love one and we hate the other? Mm. Allah has created, you know, 900% love. Only 1% of love Allah sent to this world. Mm. And that's distributed throughout the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How is it a little baby loves the mother? It just needs the mother's milk. It just smells the mother's milk, subhanallah. Oh, subhanallah, subhanallah. Ustad, mm. mm. are you there? Nope. Ustad? I think we have lost uh, our beloved Honorable Fadilatul Ustad. It's 23 minutes after 8. Very, very, very true what uh, our beloved Ustad was touching on. Very, very, very true, my beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba. And that's our topic tonight. That's our topic this evening. Step parenting. Step Parenting. We're just waiting for our beloved to start. Then, inshallah, we will be crossing over to Brian Blam as well uh, this evening. If you have any questions, any questions, please do feel free. 084 786 3132. Many divorces are taking place, my beloved, beautiful listeners out there. You know what's happening. Yes or no? Do we have our beloved uh, Malana Salim? No, yes? No, okay. Uh, um, I see our engineer says, uh, no, don't tell me again that uh, it's our network. Is it our network? Okay, we're trying uh, to get hold of our, of our boat uh, panelists, inshallah. Malana Salim Karim, and of course, Brian uh, Blem. So I'm just saying, as I was saying, um, my beloved listeners out there, please, if you do have any questions on step 
parenting. Sometimes we ask ourselves, you know, um, you know, the innocent, the children, they suffer. Because why? Because of our doings. Yes or no? Yes or no, my beloved listeners out there? I see brother uh, Ibrahim Seder from Italy listening to the discussion. He says, true, Molana, what you are saying. The children end up always suffering, you know? And I'm asking you, my beloved, beautiful listeners, what do you think? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you stick in that marriage, you know, because for the children's sake? Or do you walk out and say, you know, I don't want my children to grow up like this. What do you do? What do you decide? Do you stick it? Do you make sabr? Do you just cope with it? Do you have sabr and do you stay on it? Or do you say, no, I can't. I just can't. Enough is enough. And that's it. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it, I'm, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And that's it. I walk out. And when you walk out, what happens? What happens when you walk out? What happened to the, uh, uh, to the kids? What happened to the children? What happened to your, your son or your daughter? And they know, you know they're attached to the father. Or you know they're attached to the mother. What happens? What happens to the children? I'm asking all the listeners out there. What do you do in a situation like this? Somebody says, yeah, Molana, the best thing to do is walk away. Because at the end of the day, the children will suffer. You know? So my question that I was asking to the listeners out there about step parenting. What do you do in a situation like this? Do you stick it in that marriage? Do you just make supper? Or do you walk out? And who gets hurt at the end of the day? Who suffers? My beloved, beautiful. Uh, do we have more beloved Ustad? Malana, Ustad, are you there? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Gee, Malana, sorry for this. I'm not sure what happened in Network. Between. Network, Ustad. Gee. Gee. So I was just uh, trying to elaborate on one important aspect of zikrullah before we come to our topic. That zikr is such a beautiful ibadat. And whenever Allah spoke about zikr in the Quran, immediately the adjective that comes next is kasira. Mm. Okay, remember Allah abundantly, mm-hmm. excessively. And look at what zikr is, Malana. It is an ibadah that does not require wudu. If you are not in wudu also, and if you want to take Allah's name, say subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Rabbi, any form of zikr. Yes, preferably you should be in the state of wudu, great sawab, great reward. But say a person is not in wudu, a person can't keep their wudu, Malana. Mm. So many people are suffering with that problem. They can't even keep the wudu for the next salah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you may be young and energetic, you can keep your wudu from Fajr to Isha Namaz. Alhamdulillah, there are people like that also. But we must understand as we grow older, Malana, lots of other sicknesses creep in. But Allah has made zikr. I want you for a few moments tonight after this program, just sit for five minutes and just take Allah's name. Mm. Go into a trance, I would say. You know, Allah, 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 Allah. And, and then go and sleep that night or tonight. You will see, inshallah, what a peaceful dream. What a, you know, there was a great alim said something. I was listening to it this morning. Hazrat Mulana Hussein Ahmad Madani, Rahmatullahi. This great alim, this great mujahid, this great wali of Allah, this great Sufi of Allah said something that really touched my heart this mm-hmm. morning. That whoever shall recite Surah Ikhlas ten times, ten times. And he makes Itali Sawab and says, Oh Allah, Give the sawab or grant the sawab, bestow the sawab to my marhum father. And this in mind that, oh Allah, show me my father in my dream. Mm. Allah will show you your father in your dream. Continuously do it every night. If you want to see your mother in your dream, you want to see your husband, you want to see your wife, you want to see your child. Mm. This is such a beautiful wazifa. It's not a sunnah. It's the wazifa of pious servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Mulana, the other day I, I was saying on, on the first of Muharram, some people get it wrong and say that uh, this is a sunnah. It's proven from the sunnah. I had said to the musallis or to the listeners that whoever shall write 
Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim 113 times. Hazrat Mawlana Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullahi mentioned this. This is the wazaif of the Akabirin, and I always make it very clear mm. that this is the wazifa of the awliya Allah. It's not a sunnah, it's not mentioned directly by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And mm. some people jump the gun, Mawlana. Yes. I did that this is not a hadith. I never said it's a hadith. See? I said, this is the wazifa of Akabirin, the pious servants of Allah, that whoever shall write Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. You don't want to write it or you don't want to accept it. Alhamdulillah, keep your comment to yourself. Yes, Ustad. See? So people should understand and listen clearly. That, am I saying this is a hadith of Rasulullah? Then you have a right to object and say, Mulana, you are wrong. I said, this is the wazifa of pious predecessors, pious awliya Allah. This is not a sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are so many wazifas mentioned by Rasulullah. Inshallah, you will always say, Qal al-Nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If it's not mentioned by Rasulullah, we'll say so-and-so alim, or so-and-so wali of Allah, so-and-so person, pious person mentioned it. Muhammad Mawlana Hussain Ahmad Madani rahmatullah alayhi said, whoever shall recite Surah Ikhlas ten times, and make a niyat, an intention, Allah, give the ajar and sawab to my father, mm. or my mother, or whoever's name he wishes to take. And Allah, show me, show me in the dream that I want to see them. Allah. Inshallah, in a few days, Allah will show you who you had wished to see. Mm. Subhanallah. So I was saying earlier on, before we start, Punana, two minutes. Mm-hmm. But when you make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it requires no wuzu. Number two, you don't have to face the Qibla. Now you're driving a vehicle. See, you're going in the south or you're going on the eastern direction. Most of the Qiblas are not east. See? Mm. So now somebody will say, but you know, I'm not going to make zikr because this car or this road is not, is not facing the Qibla. Or this vehicle is not facing the Qibla. You know, sometimes we just have, we, we become extremists. So the pious servants of Allah said, this is the beauty of zikrullah. It requires no wudu. So there's no excuse for you not to take Allah's name. Allah. Number two, it is preferable, it is sunnah, inshallah, that when you make dua, when you make zikr of Allah, face the qibla. When you're reading the Quran, face the qibla. Make sure that the bed that you are sleeping, your bedroom, in which direction is your bed facing? Is your legs facing the qibla? Then you need to change that bed direction. It's khilafi adab to sleep with your legs facing towards the Qibla. <coughs> no wealth is required to make zikr, Mawlana. You don't have to pay anybody any money. No wealth is required. No effort is required. You don't have to go and do a special exercise. <coughs> Allah has given you the power. You have enough, enough air in your lungs. You have enough strength in your body. Your heart is pumping. No effort is required. Allah, Allah, Allah. SubhanAllah. No special time is required. Whenever you want to make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're sitting in your shop, you're sitting in your car, you're cooking, you're cleaning the house, whatever. Whatever time it is, obviously you're making zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. The best part of it, Mulana. No money or wealth is required. Ameen, Ustad. Mm. Subhanallah. So respected brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. Amin, amin. So let's go to our questions, Mulana, inshallah. Inshallah. So said, make some zikr tonight. Uh, whatever zikr you want to make. The 33, the 33 times, subhanallah, 33 times, alhamdulillah, 34 times, Allahu Akbar. The first kalima, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, ashadu an la ilaha illallah. So that if you die tonight, if you pass away, Mulana, at least, man kana akhiru kalamihi la ilaha illallah, dakhal al-jannah. Whose last words, on this earth was La ilaha illallah Allah shall grant him Jannat Allah will grant him forgiveness 26 minutes to 9 o'clock on this beautiful Thursday evening we've got the questions coming in from Kronstad from Nelström from Kokstad from Freiburg I've got from Heidelberg I've got from Stenderton uh, this is from Boxburg this is from Pumalanga. I've got from Pine Town. I've got from Malibongwe. And these are all the listeners who are tuning and listening to the discussion. I've got from Lanesia. And our topic this evening is step. 
parenting. Uh, before I we start to the program, let's welcome our our guest, and that is uh, uh, Brian. Good evening, Brian Blam. How are you? Good, good evening, Mulana Arafat and, and Mulana Salim. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be with you. I'm very well. I'm just sitting in the darkness. We have load shedding. <laughs> load shedding, load shedding. <laughs> Mulana Salim, would you like it? <laughs> good, good evening to you, Brian. No problem. You see, when we are in darkness and when you supplicate to Almighty, the whole, your whole life becomes a light. <laughs> so just remember the Almighty, how dark it can be. But if you are connected with your Creator and you call His name, you'll find that automatically, spiritually, you see this natural light in yourself. Subhanallah. So it's okay, fine. And for you to make the sacrifice where there is load shedding and still come on to the program, really, we really appreciate it and thank you very much. May the Almighty Allah bless you. And whatever we have to deliver tonight, Let's hope it helps quite a few of our brothers and sisters. And, and, and of course, to, to, to Mulana Salim Karim, our senior Ustad, to Brian Blem as well, uh, step parenting. Uh, that's our topic this evening. And of course, the true media, especially in Disney, where they say step parents are portrayed in a very negative light. Uh, uh, negative light. They say that uh, Cinderella's stepmother and sisters, they were evil. Snow White's stepmother wanted to kill her. Then we have the parent trap whereby the children get rid of their stepmother, etc. But what if we change the narrative? What if Cinderella's stepmother wanted a bit of help with housework? And then it was over-exaggerated as though she was treated as a servant. So this is how step-parents are demonized. The question is, 40% of married couples with children are from blended families. In a relationship, you have biological and non-biological co-parenting. So I want to tell to both the panelists, with the high divorce rate and the number of polygamous relationships are on rise. So the question is, my beloved, beautiful listeners, how do you cope in such a situation? What do you call your step-parent? Do you call them mommy? Do you call them daddy? Do you call them uncle or auntie? Or do you call them by their names? So let's begin this beautiful evening. Remember, we are not allowed to uh, take people's names. Please, we're not going to do that. We're not going to allow it. So inshallah, I'm going to ask a few questions to our beloved senior Ustad. I'm going to ask a few questions to our beloved brother Brian Blam. And then inshallah, we're going to be starting uh, taking the questions. So let's start inshallah with Malana Salim Karim Ustad. Uh, the, 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 the topic this evening, step parenting. What is the Islamic responsibility of a step parent? Ustad, many, many listeners are listening to you, G. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-ladhina s-tafa. Faqad qala Allahu ta'ala fi al-Qur'an al-Majid wa al-Furqan al-Hamid. Innama amwalukum wa awladukum fitnah. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مَقَامٍ آخَرٍ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ نَارًا صَدَقَ اللَّهُ مَوْلَانَ الْلَّذِيمِ Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam, Dosto Azizu, Fakiru, what a beautiful topic. Step parents. The biggest problem in the Western world is that we use this word, in-laws, stepmother, stepfather. Gee, take those take those words out from the beginning. Mm. Step, take it out. This is my mother. Stepfather, take the word step out. And this is my father. Wow. In-laws, this is where it automatically, it like separates you. Family ties and family unity, accepting each other, loving each other, being one family unit is such an important component to keep this world alive and to keep us united. Because who is the best person? According to the Prophet, peace be upon him, the best of persons, the best of humans, are those who are beneficial to others. So when we use the word step, automatically 
it's like bringing about saying that this is second class. Mm. No. Let us see what somebody said. Anyone can have a child and call themselves a parent. Anyone mm-hmm. can have a child. It's happening, Mona. So many illegitimate children. Sure. Look at the abortions that are taking place, mm. the illicit sexual relationships that's taking place, the rape that is taking place. Yeah, 13-year-old schoolgirl. The neighbor takes her away. Mm. Can you believe that your neighbor is supposed to be your confidant, someone who you can trust, trust. in your mm. absence? But see what is happening today. So anyone can have a child and call themselves a parent. Who is a real parent? This is important. A real parent is someone who puts that child above their own selfish needs and wants. Subhanallah. Mm. That's a real parent. So, yes, Islam and every other religion said marriage is a beautiful institution and Mm. we all pray to Almighty to bless us with children. Marriages are made not to be broken. Marriages are for keeps. But we have unfortunate, unfortunate situations. Nobody gets married to get divorced. Nobody gets married and bring children here and abandon their children. So sometimes you have an unfortunate situation. Mm. If, I'm, if I'm, I was married previously and I'm divorced... Now I'm remarrying and I have my child, which is priority. I want my new wife and partner to accept me together with my child. It's a, it, 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 it is one of the greatest challenges. You know, how does the wife, how does now my wife is going to react because I'm coming in with an extra partner. I'm coming in with an extra member. Will I regard that child of mine? I am the biological father. I will give my life for my son, my daughter. Mm. Will my spouse, my new spouse, will she accept? Will she have the big heart to say, if it's your child, it's my child? Subhanallah. Mm. I love her unconditionally. I'll treat her like my own child. You know, there are many spouses, Mulana and Mm. the wife. In the beginning, there is no children. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you adopt and bring a child in, they have done everything possible, no children. <laughs> Instead of divorcing her, they both decide, let us adopt a child. And they go to the orphanage and they bring a child. Mm-hmm. And they love their child unconditionally. By you doing this act of justice and kindness and love and appreciation, that you're giving this little masoom child, this innocent child, a chance to live, a chance to enjoy his or her life. Many times you will see that Allah blesses them with their own children. After many years, you find you hear that the wife is pregnant. It's an act of mercy from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, I must be fair and practical to say that when I'm getting married, my wife needs my 100% attention. Obviously now, she will have her attention, not totally, because now the, the husband has to also look after the child, give the child time and opportunity to bond. Mm, mm, so, but mm. there are so many sisters and so many wives, they are so generous in their feelings that they adore the child. They don't consider it as a stepchild. They appreciate their ch- that child as their own child, and they treat the child with such great and love. Mm. There are occasions where there is a lot of cruelty and abuse because now it's not my child. And it has a lot of complications, which we'll discuss further. But if you're talking about step-parents, we need to love our stepchildren, and we need to love our step-parents. Mm. Mm. So may Almighty Allah give us understanding. I mean, I mean, I mean. We are one family, and if we can bring benefit and joy and happiness in somebody's life, 
it is the greatest form of worship. Mm. Let's go to 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 Brian. Uh, Brian, what's your understanding and what's your take of uh, step parenting? And what is the best way to introduce your prospective partner or your new spouse to your children, Brian? Do you say this is your new father or mother, Brian? Uh, but um, I would suggest that. Um, you know, the, the parent-child relationship is, is a very, the biological parent-child relationship is obviously a very important one and a very deep one, which has been built over an extended period of time. And, and the parent is the significant other to the child. And so, you know, when a marriage ends, um, there is obviously a, a real adjustment where mm-hmm. that child has to come to terms with the fact that their parents have now, you know, decided that they can't stay together. And so the child has to adjust to that. And that is a tremendous uh, kind of blow to a child's um, mm-hmm. security and significance. And and so then we have the next situation that the child then has to deal with inevitably at some point generally that the, the parents would want to um, have another opportunity of love, and so we have a situation where there's the the step, um, the potential step parent coming in. Now, of course, before they become the step parent, mm-hmm. they are just the significant other to their parents who are now, you know, interested in forming a new relationship. And I think that has to be handled very carefully. And um, I think that uh, one of the things is that when uh, a parent feels they want to start dating and they're ready to look for a, a new significant other, then it's very important that they indicate to their children that they are at a point in their lives where they yes. do want to start looking for a relationship. And they need to then assess how the children feel about their wanting that uh, to happen. And and so it's really about communicating all the way so that when there is a new significant other and the parent really feels that this is a serious relationship, then they can start to consider introducing this significant other to their child uh, or children. And that um, is generally best done in a sort of neutral environment where maybe in a in a park or in a in a coffee shop or a um, you know a, an area where it's quite neutral and it's not for too long it's like for an hour an hour and a half maybe at the most depending mm-hmm. on the age of the child mm-hmm. and and um, and I think it's at that point that you know that they are then introduced um, by name I think this is you know this is this is uh, Paul. Uh, I, you know, I, I really want you to just meet Paul. And Paul, this is my. These are my children, and really quite, quite formal and well, formal, but just named so that these are two individuals who need to get to know each other, and so it's not forced. You know, this is your new parent to be or anything like that, because that parent-child relationship is so deep and long-standing and significant, but just because this is a step-parent, mm. I, well, potential step-parent mm-hmm. um, and a potential, um, you know, adult that is going to step into that child's life, it, it shouldn't be, you know, imposed and, and forced. That relationship has to develop at its natural pace, and there are going to be challenges in that process. Um, but I think the very significant thing is the quality of the biological parent relationship with their child has always got to be as good as possible. And and if that has been developed, especially after the divorce, because uh, that child needs that extra reassurance that their parents love them in spite of their inability to to stay together in their marriage, then the child is secure and significant and 
and this new person is not seen as a potential threat now. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Very, very true. Uh, what Brian just said, it's uh, 10 minutes uh, to 9 o'clock. Uh, the questions are coming in, so I will be uh, I will be asking the questions only after 9 o'clock. Uh, once I'm done with, uh, uh, with a few questions uh, from uh, my boat uh, panelists, I see there's a, there's a youngster as well who's 14 years old and he's listening to the program. And uh, the youngster says that uh, uh, I love you guys' show every Thursday evenings. And uh, you guys are touching such a topic that I'm actually in tears. I hate my stepmom. She thinks that she cooks better than my mom. She will never ever take my mom's place. 14 years old youngster. But anyway, let's go to Malana Salim Karim Ustad. How did Nabiya Karim Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam treat his stepchildren, our beloved Prophet Ustad? Mm. Subhanallah, Malana. Laqad kana lakum fi rasulillahi uswatun hasana. For us, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a role model. So inshallah, let's take the cue. Mm-hmm. In total, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had 12 scriptures. Wow. Two from Hadrat Khadija, five from Hadrat Sauda, mm-hmm. four from Umm Salama, and one by Ramla. All of them were fortunate to be with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because they enjoyed the care of Rasulullah, the compassion of Rasulullah, and the care of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This was how Rasulullah treated stepchildren. Mm. Forget stepchildren. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was kind even to the enemy. And he was most caring for children and young people in general. And he was specially kind to his stepchildren. So here is it. If we love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had 12 stepchildren. Not one, not two, not three, 12 from different wives. Umay Salma, you know, she loved her husband. He passed away. Mm. And she was very sad and depressed. So one Sahabi said to her, can I teach you a dua? Lots of sisters have lost their husband in this COVID-19 accidents through this disease and through this pandemic. What dua must they read? Allahumma ajurni fi musibati. Mm. Allah, reward me in this test and trial that you have put me through. Wakhluf li khayram minha. And oh Allah, whatever you have taken away, Allah grant me a better replacement. To Hadrat Umm Salama radiallahu ta'ala anha, when she started reading this dua in her iddat and waiting period, and when a woman loses a husband, she has to sit in iddat for four months and ten days. She should respect her iddat. She should not beautify herself. She should not be going to functions. She should not be wearing makeup and jewelry. She should just dress simple. Because she's lost such a big gift that Allah gave her, and that's her husband. And some of the sisters totally show no respect at all while they are in their iddat, as far as divorce is concerned, and when their husband has passed on. So Hazrat Umm Salama radiallahu ta'ala, she cried and cried. And when she read this dua, she got some peace and tranquility. Just look at the wording of this dua as you're asking, how did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam treat stepchildren? And what guidance did he give to the ummah? Mm. Subhanallah. So when her iddat was over, out of absolute surprise, Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent a proposal for her. Can you imagine what joy and what excitement it brought to Hadrat Umm Salama? First and foremost, she lost her husband. She loved him dearly. That goes without saying. But to have Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as her husband. Mm. So she said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, think for a moment that you want to marry me. First of all, I'm a bit senior in age. Number two, I do get angry now and again. 
and number three, I have children. Allahu Akbar. See the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, no problem. Allah will give you great reward. And as far as your children are concerned, that how am I going to treat them? Wallahi, your children are my children. Mm. So, respected listeners, from an Islamic perspective, we have Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as the role model. Yes, as Brian was saying something that is very important, that when you are getting married, how do you introduce? It depends at what age. You are now marrying somebody. Are those children still young, one year old, two year old, three year old? Or are they like five years old to ten years old? And as you just put a question forward, a 14-year-old young boy is saying, Hmm. I hate my stepmother. So it's very important at what point Hmm. you decide to take another wife, inshallah, and marry what will the children's reaction be? We need to take all this into consideration. They are young. They cannot handle emotion. They must their mom or their dad. They, there was only these two people in their lives. Now I'm a new individual that comes in. So obviously, they are, this is going to take some time. So when a person gets married and he's got children, there's three challenges that they have to worry about. Number one, is the relationship with the child. Mm -hmm. I'm now getting married to so-and-so. How will this new husband of mine, I'm a lady, I'm married, and I'm divorced, or I lost my husband, I'm getting married to another person. Now, the question is, lots of men make this ruthless statement, I must say. I don't want you to come with your baggage. Mm. Leave your baggage as far as your children is concerned. I'm not marrying your children. It's not my business to look after them. I'm marrying you. So leave your baggage at home Mm. if you want to be in my relationship. Uncouth. So selfish. So heartbreaking. So when a person is deciding to take a partner and they have children, whether it's the man that's getting married or the woman, the first thing is what is going to be the relationship with the child. You have to discuss this as Brian is explaining, mm-hmm. is that how are we going to accommodate and how we are going to compromise and who will take the fatherly role, who will discipline this child. And then we have to discuss one aspect from an Islamic perspective, Molana, is that if there is a divorce, see, who gets custody of that child? Is it the father? Is it the mother? Mm. That's one. What is the visiting right? And Brian will explain to us with the new change in the law in South Africa. Before the fathers who fathered children and they, did, and they never worried about caring for those children, the government has now given them some responsibility that, no, you can't say as a wife that, no, you were nowhere in the time of the birth of the child. I single-handed grew this child. Where you come from now, I'm not going to give you visiting rights. <laughs> so that's the first challenge. The second challenge is that the relationship with your spouse. How are you all going to cope? Because now there's, a, there's two children or one child involved. So how are we going to make adjustments in our marriage, in our relationship? How are we going to go about it? That's the second important thing. And the third important thing is the relationship with the spouse's ex. And that's where the challenge comes, Molana. I, for example, divorce my wife. She, she gets married to somebody else. And now I'm the biological father. I want to dictate terms. So how do we handle the ex? What rights does he have in Islam or in terms of South African law? So these are the three important things that when we are getting married, inshallah, and we've got children, that how, what is going to be now the relationship with spouse's ex, because she will want to speak to her ex-husband, because he's the biological father. Mm. We need to send this child to school. This child needs to go for medical checkup. Or we need to send this child to a madrasa. There has to be some consultation. You don't have to physically meet with your, with your ex. 
You can write or you can do it via lawyer or you can do it via social worker. But there has to be some communication with the ex. Indeed. And then one thing leads to the other. So, <laughs> so it is a, a really a mammoth task. But if, alhamdulillah, we discuss the pros and cons, terms and conditions, inshallah, it can be a bliss. We're bringing a new child in, and then both parties can decide who is going to do the disciplining. You see, if one parent is doing the discipline, because normally the stepchild tells to the stepfather, you are not my father. You have no right to talk to me or discipline me, or you have no right to give me any punishment. I don't owe you an explanation. It happens. Every day it's happening. So we have to settle all these matters, prepare ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally to say, I'm going to get married. I have children. And I'm going to explain this to the person that I'm getting married, whether it's a husband or to be or the wife to be. Mm. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. I see the questions are coming in. Somebody says here, it's a very, uh, it's a very difficult situation to stay or not in the marriage, but there is no guarantee what difficult we can face on our own. Uh, somebody says here uh, to Brian, uh, there's a listener from Four Ways. Uh, he says here that, um, dear Brian, my parents. Uh, got divorced uh, when I was very, very young. Uh, they both moved on and remarried. And uh, I, feel, I feel so lost and angry. I hate my step-parents, Brian. I hate my step-parents. Uh, they will never, ever take my parents' place. I'm on the verge of suicidal. God be with me. This is from the four ways. Bra- uh, brother Anesh. Uh, Brian. Yes. Um, well, I'm sorry. I think that's a very... It's a very difficult place to be when, um, you know, as we know, when families break up and, and, and the divorce rate is the real problem, particularly in our country, and uh, it leaves children devastated. And then, you know, they, I've been doing a little background reading just to refresh my mind mm-hmm. on, on this very important topic. And, you know, every child deep down has a desire that their parents would be reunited. Yes. And, mm. and um, when a new partner, significant other, comes into their parents' lives, then it really, and, and remarries, then it really does um, sort of destroy that fantasy, that hope, that deep desire of restoration, of reconciliation. Uh, and, and, and it is, it's a very difficult thing for a child to, you know, come to terms with uh, sharing their parent because often, um, you know, kids have formed a particular bond uh, because of divorce. They've drawn ever nearer to the parent in that time. And if there's no other significant third party, then it is an opportunity for that bond between a parent and their child to deepen. Uh, and, and it's an important time for that uh, to happen. And then... Yes, I mean, then the step parents come into the picture, and and it does um, it does create a whole new series of challenges. I mean, if divorce rate amongst first marriages is high, statistics show us that second marriages, blended families, um, the divorce rate is even higher mm. um, because of two reasons. One being that parents often are attracted to similar kind of people. They may look different on the outside, but from a deep character point of view, we often are attracted to a, a specific kind of person, and they and they then find that, yes, they may, they may have thought they're changing partners, but they're still carrying their own deeper issues, their baggage, and this person comes with their own baggage. So, so the the interpersonal relationship can be just as challenging. And then you've also got all the extra, um, you know, challenges of a blended family with your kids and my kids, and it just demands the very best of us. So, you know, there's always a call to growth. And if we can respond to that call to growth in our first marriages, then that would be, um, you know, the first thing and the best thing to do. But often we haven't or we we simply couldn't fix our first marriages. And then we've got to respond to the call to growth in our second marriages. And it's incredibly important because the problems are that much greater. And so um, 
you know, I also understand that blended families can actually, you know, call forth the very best in us because as Mulana Salim shared, that you, we as human beings do need to learn to get along with each yes, other. Yes. And in a, in a blended family situation, the challenge to get along, obviously between the, 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 the parents who have now married each other and the children who are now having to relate to each other is, is, is tremendously challenging, tremendously complex. But we do, if we get the right kind of help and the right kind of support and we put our hands up and we, and we take the problem on and we work at it, we can, we can have breakthrough experiences. And that second chance at love can be fulfilling ultimately and, and the children can be blessed. So, so it's not impossible, but we do, you know, we do need to roll our sleeves up and realize that we have taken on you know, an even bigger challenge than by getting married in the first instance. It, it is getting more challenging. It is getting more complex. And therefore, we do need to learn and grow extra, mm. extra, extra quickly, in a mm. sense. And, and just in response to that, you know, that, that caller from Four Waves, I, you know, I do want to encourage. It's interesting. I happen to be in Four Waves. My practice is in Four Waves. Yes, correct. You know, I do think that this this person would do well to to just have someone who can support them, counsel them. Uh, if they're feeling suicidal, that's a very serious place to be, and 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 we shouldn't take that lightly. You need to reach out and get some support, please. But 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 but, uh, but I want to stop you there, Brian, and I want to uh, ask uh, to Brian and to Malana Salim Karim. I mean, the youngster, uh, uh, this person, Anesh, of course, he says I'm on the verge of suicidal. So I don't. I just want to pose a question to you, Brian, and of course to Malana Salim Karim. I mean, I mean, do do you think that our stepchildren they they can do such a thing of? Committing suicide, or maybe of maybe shooting themselves. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe sometimes the step parents they they are good, but maybe the stepchildren they can't just take it. I mean, I mean, look at this. I'm on the verge of suicidal. God be with me. So, I mean, how do you handle this situation? Do you tell him that he should walk out of there? What do you do, uh, uh, Malana Salim? Well, Islam has a very beautiful uh, uh, solution to the problem. Uh-huh. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, when your daughter gets married, yeah. and for some reason or the other, she gets divorced, or she becomes a widow, and she comes back home with her kids, and for the pleasure of Allah, the parents accept her, and they take responsibility to grow the kids, and the mother of the children, is absolutely beautiful. She is young. She can get married. She can, inshallah, find a spouse for her. But she says that for the pleasure of my creator and for the betterment of my children, I will sacrifice my beauty, my feelings, and I will grow the children up. Sure. I will not marry. So the Prophet wasallam said, if that is the case, then Allah shall grant that woman, that wife, Paradise and gender. One. Number two, our children are very emotional, Malana. They are masoom. This is why I, t- I say to parents, for Allah's sake, do not fight with each other in the presence of children. Huck. Do not argue. Do not be abusive. Do not assault your, 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 your wife or your spouse in the presence of children. Malana, children, Brian knows this well, they don't know how to express emotion. You and I, Malana, we are adults, we know how to express emotions. We either get angry, or we'll fist the wall, or we'll take a drive, or we'll go and do something, go for a swim, or go do something, and take that negative energy out of us. These masoom and innocent children, they don't know how to express their emotions. So it is important that as parents, when we get married, and when Allah has blessed us with children, we must be real role models as parents. Don't get married to get divorced. It is so selfish that I have a fight with my wife and my innocent children have to pay the price. Mm. How can we be so selfish as parents? And why did you get married in the first place if you don't know what is the responsibility? Why did you take this responsibility to bring these Muslim children into the world and leave them helpless? 
Corona is a, it's a warning factor. Okay, from an Islamic perspective, Alhamdulillah, the Suri Wasallam said, marry the widows, marry the divorcees. And yet the Prophet Wasallam said, the one who cares for an orphan, or the one who cares for a child, he and myself will be together in paradise like this. Wasallam put his two fingers together. In other words, so close they will be to look after. So if the stepfather accepts the stepchild, whether it's a son or a daughter, mm. alhamdulillah, and reassures his spouse that I will give the best what I can afford to your children, yes, it's not my duty to look after your children. It's not my duty to feed you. Yes, they have a father. Mm. He must take full responsibility, and that you cannot, you can let him, you cannot let him go scot-free. Yes, voluntarily, I will do what I can and I will do the best. I will treat them like my own kids. But the wife that is married who has come with children, she cannot demand and say, you look after my children. Mm, 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 mm. Whatever he's going to do will be his grace and gratitude and his honor to say that, no, these are my children. If I love the mother of these children, I will love them and treat them. Mm. Ten minutes after nine. Uh, uh, yes, there are questions coming in. We've got in total about twenty-three questions, and uh, yeah, I, I really don't know where to start or how, how to pose the questions. Uh, the listeners are saying it's true, Molana Arafat, and to the two panelists, there are uh, our children out there who will take their own lives. You know, so don't ever dare them. You know, before I go quickly to the azan, uh, Brian, would you like to maybe just give your input? There's another question that came in. Uh, it says here. I'm 33 years old, Molana Arafat, and it's true what the youngster is saying. Anesh, uh, this is a Muslim, uh, is a Muslim, okay? It says here, I grew up with my step-parents to Brian and to Molana Salim. I tried to hang myself twice, and Allah saved me. Allah protected me. I was very naive. I was 21 years old, and I was hurt at that time. And now today I say this. I have to say this. I love my step-parents. I love my step-parents dearly. Brian. Well, you see, I think that there is a lot of brokenness in the world, and 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 we we tend to find ourselves, you know, in in situations that we poorly prepared for. Young young people falling in love and and getting married, and then when the when the rubber hits the road, and and that romantic love has passed, and we find ourselves between romantic love, which was that beautiful, sweet-tasting time, which we didn't really have to work particularly hard for because mm. it just was the most natural thing in the world, and then this, this, the more challenging work of love where we have to really just um, you know, show our commitment to the vows we have made and, if necessary, get help and do the hard yards to to build uh, a, a, what I call a conscious marriage, sadly, um, you know, society sends a message that, you know, if it's not working for you, then, you know, you know, just move on. You've clearly chosen the wrong person. And I say to these young couples and maybe not so young couples, no, it's not just a case of, of, of finding the right person. It's about being the right person. And and that's the journey. That's the call to growth. And it's and it just is devastating for children. And it tends to be a a, a recurring pattern where children of divorced parents are are going to battle that much more to to establish as much as they may want to. And and I'm not saying they're going to be cursed by their parents' decisions because we know that you know God is the one who gives us the blessings and can can break the curses, and in him we can achieve amazing things. But um, there is this unfortunate breaking and devastating um, pattern where these parents are unfortunately acting somewhat selfishly (laughs) and just exposing their children. You know, I often say that it's the parents who create the roof over their children of safety and significance but in order for that roof of safety and significance to be over the children, protecting them from the rain and the and the storms of life and everything that's going on out there in the world that we have very little control over, mm. um, 
for the parents to create that safety and significance for their children, they need to learn to do the same for each other. And and that's the call to growth. And it's just tragic when when couples give up on each other, give up on their marriage, and and the root is kind of then like here where I live out near Pretoria West and they they have high winds and sometimes mm. roofs get blown off houses and families are just exposed to the elements. And that's in fact what sadly happens when a couple give up on their relationship. And what's even more challenging is when couples then simply think that they can replace their partners yes. with someone else and they get into um, possibly affairs and and infidelity and unfaithfulness. And that then, you know, gives no one any opportunity to make sense of what's going on before these um, other people who are then seen as the ones who broke up my parents' marriage. I mean, it's just very, very unfortunate that that can be, you know, the most awful thing. And I've heard of people and know people who've ended up having affairs with other people. And just these families are all destroyed in the process. And what? how do those children, it's like a, an atomic bomb hitting a home. Hmm. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. 15 minutes after 9, uh, we're going to go, inshallah, for the Isha Azan. Immediately after the Isha Azan, we're going to continue. Many, many questions are coming to Malana Salim. Many, many questions are coming to Brian. Uh, I see somebody says it's very, very sad. It's a very, very sad uh, program and it's reality what's happening. There's another listener from Azarful says, these children, they need help, Malana Arafat. And I think some of them are stupid because by committing suicide, it's not going to help or it's not going to solve anything. Let's go quick for the for the Isha Azan. When we come back, I will cross over back to Malana Salimi, then of course to Brian. We've got about 25 questions in total. So we will go question to question to both our panelists. Don't go away. Stay tuned.